Hello and welcome to And Let's Be Heard for Monday, May 1st, 2023. I'm Mike Cachopoli. All right, here we are. Not only the beginning of a new week, but also the beginning of a new month. We're in the month of May. We're in the month of May. You know, you expect when it gets into the month of May. First of all, I hope everyone had a uh, a good weekend. Uh, when you get into the month of May, you expect warmth, right? April showers bring May flowers. Don't they say that all the time? April showers bring May flowers, you know? And you expect the flowers. And with flowers comes sun and warmth. But it was freezing here in San Francisco today. I mean, it was so cold. It felt like the middle of winter again. So we're going downhill. We had some nice warm days. And now all of a sudden, May, May hits and it's cold again. This is not good. This is not good. I guess this is another reason why I need to move to Florida. This would be another. This would be reason number 5,726 that I need to move to Florida. But I certainly, I certainly do. At least for the warmth, if not the, if not the freedom. The freedom's important. But I think the warmth could be equally as important than the free is the freedom. So maybe that's uh, on my list, my to-do list, my to-do list. Well, how, how was everyone's weekend? Was it eventful? It really wasn't for me. You know, and I try to pick up things that happen over the weekend, over the weekend as things happen. I say, okay, I'm going to talk about this on Monday. I'm going to start the week off talking about, talking about this, but there was really nothing that really hit my attention as being like the story that needs to be covered on Monday. Um, it's just the, the, the primary is in a holding pattern, right? It's in a holding pattern until Ronnie gets in, until Ronnie DeSantis gets in. Uh, Ron DeSantis, I don't want to give Trump any more nicknames. So forget that I said Ronnie, Ron DeSantis. Uh, till he gets in, the, the picture is not complete. We have uh, kind of an incomplete picture here, right? It's an incomplete picture until until he gets in. But that's kind of in a holding pattern. But RFK Jr. is polling really high. I think he's up to 21% now. And what a shame that the DNC is not going to hold any debates. I mean, it's absolutely criminal that a guy is getting 21% in polls this early on. He just officially got in about a week ago, and they're not going to have any debates. Really shows what a rigged game it is on the Democratic side. It's a totally rigged game. The guy's getting one out of every five votes already. I mean, you have <clears> – <throat> we see the polls, so they see the polls, right? They see that 70% don't want Joe Biden to even attempt <coughs> to run again, okay? And you have RFK Jr., who's polling at 21%. And usually, usually in the past, when they're going to hold debates in the primary, they have like a, a scale you have to be on, right? You have to get at least 5% in, in you know, three polls or 10% in four polls. It's never as high as 20%. And this guy has 21%. There should absolutely be debates. And the fact that they're not holding debates is criminal. And I'll tell you why Biden, among a million other reasons, is worthless. If, the, if Biden was worth anything, if he was an actual man, he would say, sure, let's do debates. 
I mean, this guy can't even do debates against. I mean, I, I would say let's do debates. I mean, Bobby Kennedy might have the kind of like the the uh, disadvantage with his voice, right? Speaking for two hours or something. So it shows how pathetic that he won't debate Bobby Kennedy. He won't debate him. He's afraid. Joe Biden is afraid to debate. Okay. Like I said, if he was actually a real leader, he would say, oh, sure. I'm not afraid to debate. Let's have some. They don't have to agree to 12, agree to 12 like they are on the Republican side. We can have two or three at least. You could say, let's have a couple of debates, see where things stand, talk about the issues, you know. And also, this shows how the Democrats believe hiding Biden is better than anything, any other alternative, including debates. Because usually, usually, when there's an incumbent on one side or the other, they always say that person is in a way at a disadvantage because you're going to have the other party having 12 debates beating the crap out of the incumbent. And the incumbent has no debates where they can respond to stuff like that. And the other party is getting all of the attention because of all the debates they had. Well, now Joe Biden has the perfect opportunity to combat some of those debates that the Republicans are going to have. It's the perfect opportunity to say, sure. I don't want the Republicans to get all of the spotlight for the next six, seven months. Let's have a few debates. Let's do it. Let's let's talk about the issues. If he thinks he's so right on everything, if he thinks he's so great that he's got to finish the job, why doesn't he debate and tell us what the job is he's going to finish and how he's going to finish it? Right. Let's have a few debates. Talk about this. What am I going to do to finish this job that I'm going to try to finish for you? You know, why am I better? at 82 years old at getting a second term than RFK Jr. is at 69 years old. Why? Why should you vote for an 82-year-old who obviously has mental issues? People are worried about his cognitive issues. They're worried about his age. Let me show Democrats and everybody why they don't need to worry about my age or my cognitive abilities. Let me get on that stage with a guy 13 years younger than I am and show how, how, how there I am. All right. How, how present I am. Let's do it. Let me show you that I'm still ready to go for another five and a half years, but he's not going to do that because he's not ready. He's not. And now this is hilarious. This actually did happen over the weekend. And I almost fell off my chair in laughter when you see these Democratic operatives now saying, well, you know, it's not really that important that the president's, you know, the president's whoever the president is, is not that important. Come on. It's not that important that he's, uh, you know, has great cognitive abilities. That's not, he's got other people around him who will pick up the slack. Did they say that when Donald Trump was president? No, they said, Oh my God, he's the leader of the free world. And we have the 25th amendment him. Oh my God. He's insane. No, he's not, he's not up to, he doesn't have the ability to be president. He's insane. He's a nut job. Were they saying when Donald Trump was president? Well, it doesn't really matter who the president is. There are people around him. It doesn't matter if we think he's crazy. It's not a big deal. Of course not. Which shows what hypocrites the Democrats are. Now that Joe Biden is the president, oh, well, it doesn't really matter that much, does it? He's just a figurehead. <laughs> like they would ever say that about Donald Trump. Yeah, he's just a figurehead. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs>
<laughs> These people are such, they're such utter hypocrites. It's so easy to point out this ridiculous democratic hypocrisy. Yeah, it doesn't matter who the president is now. Let Biden have it. Just a figurehead. Just a figurehead. Oh, my goodness. But you know, we know he's not ready. This guy's not ready to be, this guy's not ready to finish out this term, let alone put a, another four years up. So he's not ready for prime time, which is why they won't let him have debates. And they're going to go with the same blueprint they went in 2020. Put him in the basement, lock him up, <laughs> lock him up in the basement with a, with a, remember that background he had when he was doing his videos? from his COVID basement, and it was, <laughs> it was like a fake background. Everyone said, yo, these video experts were like, that background's not real. It's, just, it's a fake background. So it's like, it's so pathetic. This guy cannot show his head. He can't talk. He can't do interviews. He can't do press conferences. He can't do debates. And he just wants to hide. He wants to hide to another term. I mean, are Americans that dumb? Are Americans that dumb, are they, that they're going to vote for this guy again after he has destroyed the economy? Inflation's gone from one to eight. Uh, the stock market has crashed several times. Banks are going down the drain. Gas is twice as high. It's, it's, it's so pathetic. And I love it when you have a Democrat and they talk about, no, this president has created more jobs than any other president. Well, that's because this president destroyed more jobs than any other president, along with his Democratic governor colleagues. They destroyed jobs for two years. So that's so you destroy jobs. You take away three and a half million. Let's let's use a number. I'm destroying four and a half. I've, I've used this analogy before, and I think it's a good one. Little weird, little macabre, but that's me. Let's say I take away four million lives. I'm a, you know, I, I'm like a, a satanic figure and I take away four million lives and then I give you three million lives back. Am I the person who's created the most lives in the history of the universe or did I just take away a million lives still? <laughs> it's, it's so ridiculous. They destroyed the jobs. They willingly do destroyed jobs by doing things we now know were not necessary. Well, no, I'm sorry. Not we now know. We, you and I, knew it was unnecessary three years ago. They seem to not know it was, but I believe they knew it was and did this anyway. But they destroyed lives. They destroyed lives. Yes, they did. They destroyed jobs. And so, of course, eventually those jobs are going to come back. But it's not like they created more jobs than they had when he got there. They destroyed them. They took them away. And now they're slowly coming back. And so they're counting that as jobs created after they destroyed them. If the Biden and his Democratic colleague friends in the governorships destroyed these jobs, now they're taking credit for those jobs coming back three years later. And remember, those jobs that come back are not as good as they were before. Those people are not in the same shape they were three years ago. People are very desperate now. Because they lost their jobs, they lost their businesses, they lost their livelihoods. So this bullshit that Biden is this great job creator is ridiculous. You could have put a monkey in that office and those jobs would have just come back eventually. So what bullshit? The sky is a disaster. And for anyone to think about voting for him, and if you look at the polls, if Trump is his opponent, they will vote for Joe Biden again. 
I can say this until my I can. It's like it's like banging my head into a wall a million times. All right. It's just the only way Joe Biden can win again is if Donald Trump is his opponent. That's the only way he can win again. He can't win again. If if the Democratic Party gave RFK Jr. a fair shot against Biden, he would absolutely beat Biden in the primaries. There's no doubt about it. If they gave him a fair shot, if they gave him as much money as Biden has, if they gave him uh, if they gave him the debates, if they gave him if they made it fair, if they made a level playing field, he would destroy Joe Biden. Okay, and any Republican will destroy Joe Biden. My favorite is Ron DeSantis, but the only Republican who can lose, who will lose. I want you to mark this down, okay? This is May 1st. It's an easy date to remember. May 1. May, is this May Day? May 1st, 2023. If Donald Trump goes up against Joe Biden, Joe Biden will win, okay? If Ron DeSantis goes up against Joe Biden, Joe Biden will lose. Mark this date. May 1st, May 1st, 2023. I'm right. I will be right. So you will know. You'll know when the nominees are set, who's going to be the next president. If it's Biden versus Trump, it's going to be Biden again. If it's Biden versus DeSantis, it'll be DeSantis. That's the way it's going to go. Okay? So remember this. These shows are logged, right? It's history. It's in there. It's in a vault. You can these. I, I, nothing gets deleted. Nothing gets changed. I don't change the words. I don't edit the shows. So... Because they're perfect. Why would I edit something that's perfect? doesn't make any sense. So mark that down. Mark my words. That's what's going to be. Now, if there's a miracle and RFK Jr. is the nominee, then that's kind of a wild card. That's kind of a wild card. If he runs against Trump, he'll do, he'll, anyone's going to defeat Trump. Let's put it that way. But if it's the DeSantis versus RFK, highly unlikely. But if it is, I don't know. That could be a interesting battle. I don't know if I have a prediction on that one, right? I don't know if I have a. That's kind of a fantasy, anyway. It, it doesn't even make sense to come with a with a prediction to that because it's not going to happen. But if it did, all right. If I was running the world, those would be the two nominees, and I don't know. I don't know how it would play out. It would be pretty interesting because the independents would probably like both of them, right? Whereas with Biden and Trump. Trump is despised by independents, right? So if you think about, and you know, Biden doesn't do very well either. Only, only, the only person that does better with independents than Trump is Biden. So they both don't do that well with independents. So if you've got RFK and you've got DeSantis, you're going to get two candidates that are probably going to poll pretty well with the independents, right? And that, and this is, this is how you can tell. You know, we talk about the lesser of two evils voting that we've all had to do for the last few election cycles. And the way you know it's two evils is because you look at the independents, right? And if you look at the independents, they never liked Hillary. They didn't really care for Biden. They hated Trump. But when you have an election between two people with the independents kind of like both of them, that's when you know you got two solid candidates. And that will be the case, would be the case for the first time in a long time. If it was uh, RFK and DeSantis, so you know what you know what would it be. Like, I'm not I'm not making any predictions here in this in this pure hypothetical matchup, but it would come down to who can get their party voters out the most. Because I think independents would kind of maybe break evenly, so you'd have to look at getting your party voters out, right? 
your base. Your base. That's what they say all the time, right? Get the base. Who, who can get the base out the best? And that would be the case probably in an RFK DeSantis matchup. Who can get the base, their own base out the most? So, but once again, it's, it's a, come on. It's, it's a pure, it's a pure folly. It's pure folly, hypothetical. So, you know, we might hope that happens, but it's highly unlikely, you know. Um, so there is a San Francisco crime story, but hey, believe it or not, there's a San Francisco crime story. I know it shocks everybody, but we talk all the time. I, I want to cover this because I, I blast Brooke Jenkins all the time, right? I blast Brooke Jenkins just like I blasted Chesa Budin, the district attorney, the former district attorney, because they get everything wrong. But, you know, even a broken clock, right? Even a broken clock. So I have to give Brooke Jenkins, and I've really been on her case on the on the uh, story with the uh, ex-fire commissioner who was bashed on the head with a pipe. And they're claiming the guy that bashed him on the head with a pipe had every right to do that because he might have been maced at some point. It's idiotic. But here's one. Here's one I believe that Brooke Jenkins got right. And I talked about this on Friday a little bit. And I, was, I was confused on the details of the story, and it solidified over the last couple of days. So there was... A, a shooting at a Walgreens here in San Francisco. And the Walgreens is located in Union Square, uh, uh, right in the main drag, right on the main drag, Market Street, in tourist, middle of a tourist area, right by the mall, the Westfield Mall, the AMC Theater, where I see most of my movies that I review. So really city center. So there was an incident at a Walgreens where a security guard who was working at the Walgreens was armed. Now, I don't know how these – I guess each store – maybe someone can tell me how this works. I guess each store gets to decide whether they want an armed security guard or not because almost every Walgreens I've ever gone into, any drugstore has a security guard, but they're never armed. But this one was armed. So maybe it's the because of the location of the store, because of the size, it's huge. I don't know. But this security guard was armed, a 33-year-old security guard named Michael Earl Wayne – Michael Anthony. Earl Wayne Anthony makes him sound like a serial killer. Mike, Mike Anthony. Michael Anthony is the guy's name, okay? And evidently – now, the story last week, you remember, this story's gone through many incarnations, okay, in, in five days – it went from uh, someone was shot there. So everyone assumed it was one of those random things again. It, that wasn't the case. Then the story evolved to this security guard shot someone who was at a checkout counter. Right. And evidently the friend supposedly of the person that was shot said they were at a checkout counter. And all of a sudden his friend dropped to the floor. Total lie. Not the case at all. So that person was lying. Okay. Yet the media ran with that. Then earlier I heard a story that the person that was shot and killed, by the way, 24-year-old Chinna Brown or Banco Brown, as known by their friends, was black and a trans. So I'm thinking, oh, great, here we go. Now we're going to say that this is black trans issue and it's a discrimination and violence against black and trans people. Black lives matter, trans lives matter, right? Well, no, this is the actual story. The actual story is this person, Banco Brown, 24-year-old man, was trying to steal stuff. 
it was a shoplifting, as Brooke Jenkins, the DA, puts it, it was a shoplifting that turned into a robbery. I don't know that isn't shoplifting robbery. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, it was a shoplifting that turned into a robbery. And the video evidence and the evidence of the people that were there shows that the security guard felt they were in mortal danger and they acted in self-defense. We cannot bring forward charges when there's credible evidence of reasonable self-defense, she said. So evidently what happened was uh, there's a video video of the account, surveillance video of the encounter shows that there was physical force violence and threats of violence were used by Brown as he tried to exit the store and take the items in question. So my guess is what happened was they, he was robbing. The security guard was doing his job trying to prevent him from robbing. And there was some kind of physical confrontation and it, there was physical force violence and threats of violence so i'm guessing there might have been some kind of altercation who knows but the district attorney finds in the video and i guess from witnesses that the security guard was in the right to use self-defense in this case even shooting an unarmed person which means in this city right <laughs> for them to call this self-defense it must have been blatant maybe the guy had his hands around the security guard's neck maybe he was punching him in the face who knows what it may have been but obviously for the district attorney in a city like san francisco to say this is a reasonable use of force where one person had a gun and the other person didn't it must have been to the, the point where the security guard was in very was in physical danger right so it had to be something where it was pretty violent right it had to be so it couldn't have been it couldn't just have been that this guy Brown was like, get out of my way or I'm going to hit you. I'm sure it was more than that. So anyway, it looks like here. Finally, the DA has done something right. Look, and now, of course, now, of course, you're getting these community activists. The community activists are coming out with their bullhorns and they want justice. They want justice for Banco Brown. We want justice for this pure. This is this uh, this. Uh, young, pure, young black man who was a trans and was marginalized and all the bullshit they come up with. It seems like a lot of these people have studied videos of Al Sharpton, right? And they've studied videos of Al Sharpton uh, starting in his fat form before he lost so much weight where he looks horrible. Um, and they would, they've studied what he had done in the past when it comes to these kinds of things where you take a case where the person who you're supposedly defending and saying is a pure innocent soul was a total criminal. We saw there was a case in New York when I was there working in radio in the 90s where a woman named Tawana Brawley um, and Al Sharpton made this big thing over her. And, you know, it was all phony. It was almost like Jussie Smollett. You know, it wasn't she was maligned and it was all garbage. But, you know, Sharpie got away with it. And so we're seeing that now. Same thing, right? So this is a comment from WYFC, whatever that whatever that means. WYWFC co-director Julia Arroyo said, we need this city to do better. San Francisco has to be safe for young black people and trans youth who are experiencing poverty. So what does that mean? If they're young and they're black and they're trans, they have the right to steal. They have the right to go into a store rob it, threaten, not just threaten, but obviously physically assault the security guard and get away with it. 
How about this? How about this? If you want to live a good life, if you want to live long, don't become a fucking thief. How about that? No, I'm not advocating for killing every thief, but no one puts you in that position to do that, whether you're poor, rich, whatever it may be. We see a lot of poor people who don't become criminals. We see, we see poor people who actually work their way up out of poverty, right? So this whole idea of, oh, my God, this safe, are they truly believe that this city is not safe for young black people and trans youth who are experiencing poverty? It's not safe for white middle class people like myself who are not experiencing poverty. That's who it's not safe for. That's who it's not safe for. It's people like this. And once again, we need to take a look at these drugs. We're seeing a lot of violence lately with trans people, whether it's in mass shootings or things like this. We're seeing a lot of violence from trans people. That's just a fact. In fact, we're seeing these videos, right? Daniel, who listens, who's there right now and comes on here often to talk, said about a month ago he was going past like this trans training thing right where they were training people trans people had a protest and it was fuck you fuck you getting in their face and screaming and we've seen videos like that right of people just standing there and these trans terrorists get in their face and start screaming and spitting right this is hey hey aren't these people worried about covid i thought we're not allowed i thought spit is like murder isn't spit like murder didn't these people say this for the last three years that if you spit in someone's face it's like murder because COVID is instant death. Isn't that what these people believed? Anyway, so they say this is the way they protest. This is the way they protest. It's very violent. They're violent people. We're seeing video after video on like Twitter where it's not like a trans person going on and saying, you know, this is my story. This is my story. I, I would hope you would consider my story when you think about the trans movement, right? No, it's not that. Their videos are like, you're going to accept me or else. You're going to so it's got to be something with the drugs that these people are taking. This testosterone they're, they're pumping into women to make them into men, which, of course, you can't do. But they're trying with a lot of testosterone, these hormones that people are taking. So this has to be something that needs to be looked at because we are simply seeing a lot of violence from the trans community. We're seeing it. OK. And here we saw it again. But this whole bullshit of, oh, my God, oh, my God, we have to treat these people with kid gloves. No. So basically what these activists are saying is, no, no, they are in a bad situation. So we must let them rob stores so the store can go out of business. The store owner can lose money. All the people in that store can lose jobs and more people have to leave the city. So we have to do that. We have to afford them this because they're so they're so maligned that we need to allow them to shut down businesses. Okay, we need to allow them to destroy our city because they're so maligned. They're so maligned. We have to do this. We must let them kill us. We must let them kill us, destroy our businesses and kill us. We have to allow that. We, that is this some kind of reparations? Is this a new reparations program? So this is basically what they're saying. We're beyond devastated by Banco's passing. He was a smart and funny young man who, though shy, made friends easily. Sounds like a great guy, huh? He was resilient and tenacious and loved by our whole community, Arroyo said. We need immediate funding. They want more money. Yeah, give them money. Throw more money at them. 
We need immediate funding for community-based housing that responds to what young people want for themselves. Instead of terrorizing and killing youth, we need real investment into their safety. How about our, are these people serious? How do these words come out of their mouths and they're actually serious? They're not humiliated by the words that are coming out of their mouths. How is that possible? We need immediate funding for community. Get a fucking job. Get a job. Get a job. You know what? If you're trans, why don't you become a fucking transsex? Why don't you go to clubs and dance, dress up and do comedy? If you if you if you're such a far smart and funny young man and you make friends easily, go to a club and dress up, be a tranny at a club and do a fucking stand up routine and make money that way. Get a job. There's no this, this. Here's this new idea now where if someone is trans or a black youth, they can't work. There's no work. They can't find jobs. There's no they're not allowed to work. They can't work. This is a group that can't they can't get jobs. They can't work. It's impossible. <laughs> Instead of terrorizing and killing youth, who's terror? The youth are terrorizing and killing us. These people are terrorizing and killing us. This person went in to commit a robbery, to rob a store. Okay? These businesses are, are leaving. They're leaving because they're being robbed and they can't make it here anymore. And their employees don't feel safe anymore. These, these, they're closing. When the businesses close, the city closes. What they don't fucking understand. How could you not understand that? When the businesses close, the city closes. When the businesses close, the employees leave, the tourists don't come, and the city goes to shit, and it becomes Detroit. That's what happens. And it never recovers. Detroit has never recovered from that urban blight. Never. People don't even talk about Detroit anymore because it's not worth talking about. It's gone. It's gone forever. The industry that was thriving there in the 40s and 50s and 60s is gone. Gone. And that's what's going to happen here in San Francisco. That's what's going to happen here in San Francisco and other cities run by Democrats. That's what's going to happen. Listen to this statement. You want to go even crazier? Yeah, it's insane that Walgreens has armed security. There's nothing in that store worth a human life. And Walgreens is not taking care of our community. We demand an end to armed security and to stop all the propaganda that all the young people in San Francisco are making it unsafe. Listen to this last statement. These people believe this. Armed security guards make it unsafe. They believe that armed security guards... But these people also believe that armed police officers make their city unsafe. It's the same line of thought, an armed security guard or an armed police officer. They believe that armed police officers make the city unsafe, not thieves, not criminals, not rapists, not arsonists. Armed security guards and armed police is what makes the city unsafe. That's how fucking insane these rabid fools are. That's how insane they are. No, no, I think every Walgreens should have an armed guard. I think every store should be, the city should give every store owner these days a, a guard with a fucking Glock. Every store. Oh, Vlad. What a fuck, huh? Hey, Mike. What a clown car <laughs> world, man.
<laughs> yeah, I know, man. What the hell is this world coming to, dude? Yeah. <laughs> Where are the, all the rational yeah, that, people that, like that's you? That's why, why? Hey, Vlad, according to these people, that's why crime is so high, because of armed security guards. Our cities are destroyed because of armed security, armed security. guards. These people, are, <laughs> these people deserve the worst to happen to them. They are such dreck. There's such, there's such these, uh, um, Mike, my, my, I remind you, these are the very same people that wanted to defund the police. Of course, yes. So now they're taking it out on. on yeah. But what about let's let's check out some sanity. I'm going to talk about it. How about the new the new right? white Republican male? Vlad, I'm and and he's running at a school board. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, you're, you're, you know, what do you call it? Like, uh, yeah, there was kind of reverberations. They were like, <laughs> it was all reverberation. Go ahead, you can try again. Try again. Is it a bit better? A yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, sorry. Yes. I had to go full full live. So no, what I was saying, Mike, is why why are they uh, against a white male Republican who who's come out from this one of their school board members has come out and declared himself a transracial transgendered uh, woman of color? Why right. won't they back him up? They're really for the defense of the transgender. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I see what yeah. you're saying. You know, so he, not, ca- he considers it's... himself <laughs> transgender, woman of color, lesbian. Right, 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 exactly, exactly. Yeah, and why aren't they defending That's... him? You know? Once again, they're all, this is a new, this is a thing where there's always a maligned uh, uh, community, right? So, it, it, they used to be able to use the excuse, okay, the person's black, they're maligned, they're a minority, they're being treated poorly, okay? And now it's like, not only are they black, but they're black and trans, and this trans community's be. So what's next? They're black, trans, and they have a, what, a, a, a hangnail? They have a stub toe? What is it? Like, what's the next thing that's going to be the next maligned community? Well, we don't talk about the facts of a case. We don't talk about the character of a person. We just talk about how they how they identify, right? How they look. They're black and they identified as trans, and and therefore they're maligned and they should be able to get away with anything that they want to. Let's put it this way: these people truly believe to their hearts. They might even tell you. They obviously they have no shame that they told what I just read. They told that to a reporter at CBS News. So. They're not ashamed to say this ridiculous nonsense, this bile. But these people truly believe 
that a black trans person should be able to do what a white person should not be able to do. In other words, if I, Micah Chopley, went into Walgreens, if you, Vlad, went into Walgreens and did the same thing, the security guard would have every right to kill us, but not a black trans person who's maligned and poor and couldn't find housing. They deserve to do this and get away with it. These people truly believe that, Vlad. So I ask, I'm going to ask you, I know I'm a rhetorical question, but where's the equity there? Where's the equity where I, I can, I, I deserve to be shot dead for it, but they deserve to not only not be shot dead for it, but get away with it and come back the next day and do it again if they wish. These people believe this, Vlad. Vlad. They believe this is the world they want to live in. The problem is we have to live in that world alone. If they create it, you know, they could create You want to open the door. Yeah. Of course. They they, they want the exact treatment very similar to when the doors. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. This is the world they want. And unfortunately... There are so many people in my city who will kowtow to them. I'm I'm very I'm pleasantly surprised that Brooke Jenkins is not filing charges. When I first saw the story, I was like, "Oh my God, she screwed up again." What else is she screwing up? Then I read it. I said, well, no, she did the right thing this time. But I got to tell you, I don't know if I can find that video, but there's no doubt that if in this city, Brooke Jenkins did not file charges against someone that shot a black trans person that was unarmed, it has to have been pretty bad. This great, gentle youth, Banco, must have been beating the shit out of this security guard. Probably, my guess is, there was something that this person had stolen that could be used as a weapon that they were probably hitting the security guard with. And therefore, the security guard decided my life is at risk, was worried that their life was at risk and they had to shoot him. So, but it's got to be bad for the DA, not to press charges here. It's got to be pretty damning evidence against, against the Banco. You there, Vlad? Okay. I think Vlad's having a little trouble with audio today. That's okay. That's all right. Mike, Um, are you still there? Yeah. Vlad. Vlad. Vlad, you there? Yeah, I'm right here. I'm right here. Okay, I can hear. You. I can hear you better now. I can hear you better now. Sheila Jean was going through the same thing a couple of days ago, several times. Uh, this this has been really, really, really buggy. I don't know what's going on, but anyway, like I was telling you, they they want to get away with everything, and still, after you open the doors for them, after they come in, they still want to have the audacity to hate on you, call you a racist, mm-hmm. a homophobe, a transphobe. Everything, you know, you know, anti-feminist and all that. Why? Because they didn't get their way. Long after you open the treatment, they still want to come back and cry, whine, bitch, complain, and get you fired. And that you were horrible. You're a monster. That's what they want to say. You know, that's how sick these people are. That's how sick these people are, Mike. What do we do? What is this world coming to? It's kind of like, well, I think it was Jenny who, who said it the other day. We were talking about a similar topic, and she goes, it's, it's the loonies running the asylum. 
Mm-hmm. It's a loony yeah. running the asylum. It's a dog wagging the tail. You remember it was the dog. It's a tail wagging the dog. It's a tail exactly. wagging the dog. It's a tail wagging the dog. Right. Uh, exactly. Whether, whether, whether it's, it's a security guard, whether it's a defund the police, whether it's a white male, transracial, transgendered woman of color who's lesbian. <laughs> is that the new Disneyland? No, 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 no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my goodness! Sake. We who are what do you the want? last. Wait a minute! You're saying you're saying that Disney is going to have like Trans World? Is that their new ride? Trans World, where you go through Trans World, like the old West. Except it'll be it'll be yeah, yeah exactly. No, it's no longer <laughs> exactly. you know you know <laughs> you know it's gonna be something. I mean they are changing right, and they no longer tell call people when you lined up. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, because that's offensive. So now they say welcome, dreamers. I know, I know. Hey, I wouldn't so know. I wouldn't know what they say because I'm not. Gonna, I, I haven't been there. In a long time, and I'm not going to go ever again. So I'm out. I'm out. As far as Disney Worlds go, I'm I'm out. Anything Disney, I'm out. I'll I'll do my part. Ron DeSantis is doing his part, and, and I'll and I'll do I'll do my part. You know, so. Yeah. Yeah. Let's. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go, Vlad, because that audio. We'll see if it's just Vlad or if it's the app. Hey, Daniel, what's up? Daniel, you there? Hello, Daniel. Hello. Calling. There you are. Okay. How's my voice doing? Yeah, they're probably they're probably screwing around with the app. Every you know, every couple of weeks they screw around with the app. It's like they have nothing better to do. You know. Yeah. But I better watch. I better watch because Tucker Carlson criticized Fox and he was axed. So I better watch. <laughs> I better be nice. I better be nice. <laughs> Switch on your mind, Mike. No, who are you, Karthik? Is this Karthik? Is that what this is? This is Karthik now. I just, I just, I just love that line. Karthik, is Karthik out there tonight? Yeah. I know you've, I know you've been listening the whole time, so you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Unlike Karthik, who just comes on and decides to ask me what I've been talking about for the last three hours. <laughs> so it's, you know, um, could you imagine him? as a student and he's walked into every class like an hour into the class and he says to the teacher, the professor, Hey, what are we learning today? (laughs) (laughs) How long before that teacher is like strangling him? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, teach what's up today. (laughs) Too funny. Yeah. Uh, uh, That's, that's an interesting development uh, with Brooke Jenkins and, uh, in this, um, in the shooting at that, it was, it was Walgreens, was it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think I'd like to see uh, at least one turret with a Gatling gun in, in uh, every Walgreens across San Francisco. I, I I was actually pleasantly surprised to find out this Walgreens had a security guard with a gun because, once again, it, it, I guess it's I guess it's whoever the manager of each store is. Maybe they get to decide whether they want an armed guard or not. And maybe because it's in a more, you know, a high crime area, they decide we need someone with a gun. 
that could be. Yeah. Yeah. Good for, good for them. Good for them. I'm glad. Well, it the, worked uh, out well because yeah. this guy might have been killed if he didn't have yeah. a gun. Yep. Right? Yep. Might have been killed. And hey, one down. You know what it also does, I think, it gives, just like it gives citizens some uh, sense of safety, if they're able to carry a weapon, whether it's mace or a gun or whatever, to protect themselves, it probably gives these security guards some sense of safety where they can actually do their jobs, you know, because most of these guys uh, are afraid because they have no weapon. So they're afraid to confront a lot of people. I, I don't blame them. So when you're armed, you could be more emboldened to actually do your job. Right. To know if, if, if something extreme happens, at least I can defend myself. Right. So I think more of these people should be allowed to be armed. Yeah, I, I totally agree. 100 um, percent. I'm getting sick of the fact that I cannot um, and have not been able to um, walk into a safe way once in the last year without um, seeing somebody walk out <coughs> with <coughs> <clears throat> Must be hundreds of dollars worth of stuff back um, stuffed into backpacks, and not just one person. You can walk around the store, and you can see a half dozen of these these operating at any given any given moment, um, safely. And I have and I have no problem with a security guard. I have no problem, and this would be their own choice. Uh, I don't know what they learn in their training, but I would have I have no problem with these security guards physically getting in the way of people leaving with with. Uh, with the money or with items i have no problem with i don't think i don't think the security guard should have to say oh here's the door and open the door for the person right i think the security guard should if they wish if they're really into their jobs stop the person physically from leaving with the items because that theft is to me violent it's violent but it is something that will get that store closed down so the store will close. The people in the store who work there will lose their jobs and the city will go to shit. So that is a violent. That's, that's an act of violence to me, stealing from the store. Yeah. Not, not only that is it is that it attracts um, violence to the neighborhood. Right. People know that they can, can can come into these stores and just steal at will. It's attracting criminals to the neighborhood. I mean, you go to the San Francisco. Uh, San Francisco Marina Safeway. This is one of the most um, uh, expensive uh, pieces of, of, of real estate, that, the homes that are in the marine area, some of the most expensive in the country. Um, yet walk into the Safeway there and you see the dregs of humanity in there stealing people blind. They come there. They come to this region of San Francisco because they know they can get away with it. Absolutely. Yes. And they pull, they pull, they pull. So this is addicts that are being pulled into this neighborhood by the policies of the grocery stores. Word spreads that San Francisco is a place where you get away with this. Now, once again, I am not advocating for security guards that are armed to shoot people who are walking out with items. But once you see security guards actually doing their jobs, where you know, where's, let's put it this way. Where it's not quite as easy to just walk out with $900 worth of items. The world will get around that it's not so easy in San Francisco anymore to do this kind of thing. And it'll stop. It'll stop. Crime will drop. But 100%. right now, we have word going around other cities and states that San Francisco is – if I try to do this in Dallas, I get my head bashed in, all right? 
if I try to do this in St. Louis, I get my head bashed in. But if yep. I go to San Francisco, I got like a 99% chance of getting away with it. It's worth it. I'll do it. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And they, and they, they, they steal enough to get the next fix that $5 fix that they need. <coughs> and, um, and then they're back. They're back to, uh, two or four hours later. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, exactly. And, and so, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that the Safeway sees the very same group of people come in over and over and over again every single day, robbing them blind. But is it is it not just stunning to you as well as a San Francisco resident that there are activists who actually believe that garbage they're trying to peddle that this city is not safe because of security guards? Y- yeah. Mean, these, how do you these, how do you say that and not be embarrassed to like live the rest of your life in public? I yeah. don't get it. I, I, I can't I can't imagine that any one of them one of them actually has a job. Any one of them actually has to work. No. Any one of them actually has to work for the money that keeps them alive. Neither did Al Sharpton before he got a job on MSNBC, the only network in the world that would hire him. No, these their jobs are being activists. That's their job. Yeah, I'm, t- I'm talking about the, the, the average citizen in San Francisco that defends this shit. Um, you're not going to find a single one of them that actually has a job. No, right. no, one, no one with a job that's working their ass off to put food on their table and a roof over their head is going to say, yeah, it's okay that these drug addicts come into the grocery store, rob us blind, and jack up the prices on groceries for everybody. No one's saying that. No, n- nobody that works is going to say that. Also, the fact of the matter is this whole ridiculous idea that these people need money, funding, get a job. I don't want to sound like Archie Bunker, but really get a job. You know, we're not going to fund we're not going to fund you because you're trans. OK, we're not going to fund your life on Earth because you decide to identify as trans because you decide to be a, a, a lunatic and a psychiatric patient. We're not going to just fund your life. Okay, this person was 24. How long are we supposed to pay for their for their existence? For what? 50 years, 60 years, 70 years? It's 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 Daniel, I know you'll agree with me on this. It's getting to the point where every little drop of liberal liberalism that was in my body is being strained out. Every little drop of liberal that was in me is just being it's like taking a a shirt and you you know you're you put it in water and you're squeezing it, you're squeezing out every drop, or every little drop of liberalism is being drained from my body by these extreme leftist whack jobs. Because they're not liberals anymore. They're all illiberals, and it's such an amazing, amazing transition, especially when (laughs) when you notice that they don't don't understand the transition that they're going through. They don't, don't even seem to recognize the transition that they've made from liberal to illiberal. Well, we see. I, oh, I, I have to. If I don't get to it today, I'll get to it tomorrow. I want to read a story, uh, Frank, uh, from Frank Luntz, an article he wrote about exactly what you're saying. The youth, the the quote unquote liberal youth in this country, is what exactly what you're saying. They're no longer the liberals. They don't believe in free speech. They want to stop free speech. They want to, whether it's verbally violent or physically violent, stop free speech. And we've seen this, right? You work at Berkeley. We've seen that, right? Remember when Milo Yiannopoulos, the gay conservative, wanted to speak there and they and they wouldn't let him? 
Yep. So we're seeing more and more of this now from the quote unquote liberal youth backed by the establishment, backed by universities and such, where they cannot accept any kind of dissent. They can't accept debate. Debate to these people is violent. These people truly believe that if you believe the opposite they believe in or something different than they believe in, it's violence. That's what they believe. Yeah, and they think that they are justified um, to respond with violence simply because someone has an opinion different than theirs. It is the antithesis of being a liberal. Uh, to, to, it's just it's 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 just mind bending. It's it's like we said with respect to COVID and the transgender stuff. On um, this 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 we couldn't have gotten to where we are with respect to the warping of liberalism if it wasn't for the internet and it wasn't for what it's doing to communications and it wasn't what it what it's doing for the siloing of, of opinion and the enforcement of the siloing of opinion um, in this country and in, the, in this world. This is, as we said over and over and over again, um, we're dealing with something very, very, very dangerous right now. The internet is a very, very dangerous thing and we do not how to know how to deal with it um, um, adequately um, in such a way that maintains freedom of speech and um, and then just allows uh, reality to tamp down the crazy because right now we just have these pockets of crazy that they just fester on the internet and they fester and they fester and then they just explode out into the real world and um, they cause lots of havoc until reality beats it back down. Well, and, and then it goes it goes underground and, and maybe some new form festers again and then, and then pops out at some, after it reaches some critical mass again. We don't we don't know how to deal and, and, then, and much more. I mean, it's not it's not just this issue of, of, of festering uh, 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 bizarre ideas. It's, it's so much more with with um, um, with respect to to controlling people's opinions and censorship. Uh, we 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 have to get this shit under control it's 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 already destroyed the democratic party um i don't think any one of us you nor you nor i or anybody else really wanted to see this the democratic party turn into what it has this illiberal mass of 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 mindlessness of authoritarianism, authoritarianism. Yeah, yeah. 100%. It's, it's, it's pure fascism. Absolutely. Uh, it's yes, it's it pure fascism. It's, 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 it's a total melding of politics and, and, and corporatism. We saw that with, uh, with Big Pharma and, and the uh, whole uh, COVID hysteria. Um, it's, and, now, and, and we're seeing it in many, many ways when it just comes to the medical industrial complex in general. Um, we, this, this is, this is going to get it's, get it's going to get worse before it gets better. I'm, I'm sure because um, if you're not if you're not recognizing the problem, it's going to get worse. And liberals they don't seem to ill liberals they do not seem to want to even recognize the problem, regardless of the fact that it's going to hurt them even more than mm. it's going to hurt those that do see the problem. Yes. Absolutely. And, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll play something in a minute, but this will tie in a little bit to this. I know it's something that you you uh, like to uh, talk about. But did you see the interview with uh, Vivek Ramaswamy and uh, Chuck Todd? Mm, I think Chuck, I caught some little um, excerpts well, excerpt from that. Where, where Chuck Todd is trying to tell Vivek, who, by the way, is a, uh, a biologist, yeah. that Gender is fluid across a spectrum that yeah. there are many as yeah. Chuck as up Chuck Todd put it. And I'll play it. I'll play it that there are 
there are sci- the scientific research that says gender is a spectrum. Daniel, is there any scientific research that says gender is a spectrum? No. Matter of fact, uh, logic simply defi- logic simply defies it. And, and this is this is the weird thing about this whole uh, spectrum d- 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 um, um, language. Um, it, it whether something is on a spectrum or not depends on how you look at it. I mean. There are there are either trees or not trees. There are either forks or not forks. There are either suitcases nor not suitcases. <laughs> there are either men or not men. That's binary. There are either women nor not women. Uh, everything is binary. It, it's 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 just such a ridiculous freaking argument um, to say that oh it's not binary. It is. It just depends on what you what you what how you're looking at it. Um, so, so so to say that there is some sort of spectralness to 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 gender, I say okay. Well, if you're going to say that if if, if you're going to define uh, gender being on some sort of spectrum, what is at the opposite ends of the spectrum? And, and if they and if they say, oh well, this is definitely a man at this end, and, and this is definitely a woman at this end, mm. then you say, okay, what defines someone as being a definitely a man? What defines somebody as being definitely a woman? And and when they tell you that, they will, by their definition, if they actually have a definition, they're going to lo- eliminate everything else on the spectrum, what they're calling the spectrum. But my question to these people who say this is, so this is a new science? This is something we never knew before? Yeah, Wait exactly. And, and, so all, and, of sudden, no, all of a sudden, yeah. gender was never was never on a spectrum before, but now it is because what? Is biology changing? Is, is the human biology changing? Or is what's changing is politics and wokeness and this invasion of this incredible wokeness into our, our society have- and our culture? I have a really strong suspicion that it, it, this sounds, this is probably the most conspiratorial thing I've ever said, but I, 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 I give it a high probability of being true. We, we, we've never heard about uh, who was who on uh, Epstein's Island, except for a couple of royals that um, <laughs> got, got in trouble. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, I, I, I think that if we knew who was on Epstein's Island and what perverse shit that they were up to, we would understand why uh, there is lots of money out there in the world pushing this nonsense right now. Mm-hmm. That, that's my that's my my, my oh, conspiracy yeah, yeah. right there. There's money behind it. Yeah. No, I yeah. believe that, that, too. That, 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 yeah. that what they're trying to do is is they know eventually that uh, the Epstein uh, list is going to come out and eventually we're going to learn about what they did. And they're trying to condition us to accept what they did. And it's probably going to be some perverse shit having to do with children. And um, and they're, they're, they're just spending lots of money trying to condition us. I mean, but Melinda Gates dumped um, <coughs> Bill Gates Bill, uh, yeah. because of what was going on on Epstein Island. Yes, because, well, as she puts it, his uh, relationship with Epstein, Epstein was uh, bothersome to her, whatever that yeah. means. Yeah. Yeah, at least, yeah, at least a little bothersome. Yeah, which means yeah. He, he was. Uh, there were a lot of weekends where he was like, "I'll see you. I'll see you next week, Melinda." And he probably flew off to Epstein Island without yeah. her. You know. Yeah, and, and he uh, comes back, comes back smelling like bubble gum. <laughs> I was gonna, you know, I was gonna say something like that, and you stole my thunder. That's a yeah. good one. He come, he came back smelling like bubble gum. Oh my goodness, it's it's a. Uh, it's sick, isn't it? It's really we're living in a very sick time in a lot of ways. Yep. You know, it's yeah, a, it's, it's, a, it's yeah, yeah. We don't we don't know how to deal with this. 
Um, and the le and the less we talk about it, um, because that seems to be what the uh, mainstream media is um, demanding of us is to talk uh, is to not talk about this stuff. Uh, the less we talk about it, the more the more it festers. Um, we need to we need to bring reality um, uh, um, flat up against these 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 um, ideas that fester on the internet and and have reality beat beat them down quickly. Um, we, we we can't not talk about them, and, and and that seems to what so many people are scared about talking about this transgender issue. Why the fuck would you be scared about this? Were you scared about it five years ago? No, five years ago you were making everyone on this planet was making fun of trannies. You know, ten years ago, if, if, no one even cared one bit or even heard about about, about uh, you know trans so called transgender people for the for the, the last. Yeah, that's what it means. Like. Why weren't we talking about this great scientific research twenty or thirty years ago that shows because the internet? Yeah, Why because, all of a sudden now, like yeah, you said, because the power is on be, social media, but it spreads exactly. to the it's, it, it spreads to the establishment media. People like Upchuck Todd, Upchuck it, when millions of people can hear him, can hear it, and buy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, what's 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 a man? Um, what, what, it's it's an it's an adult male, and what's an adult male? It's it's somebody. A male is somebody that um, produces sperm. So 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 if you, if any person ever what? comes, what? if if anyone was to ever say, oh well, you know, what about uh, Leah Thomas? He identifies as being as being uh, uh, um, a woman, and you say, well, what's your definition of a woman? If you aren't you, aren't you a man if you produce sperm? Um, and, and, and if they, if that isn't their definition, it's like, okay, you want to, you want to make a new definition for man and woman. The answer is no. And, and, and if we were to make a new definition for man and woman, we would also make new definitions for what Leah Thomas is. What is Leah Thomas? She, she's somebody, she, she's somebody we with some severe psychiatric problems. She's, she's, a, yeah, yeah, she's a woman, a man he, pretending to be a woman, I guess. He, he is, yes, he, yeah. Leah, Leah is a dude that's got severe psychiatric problems. And we would make up a new short word for that. So we don't have to just spend, you know, uh, 10 words and saying what, what Leah Thomas is. You know, we, we would make the, up a the, word for that. If if they hijack men and women, we will make up our own new word. That's the way human beings are with language. They want look, to be specific in their use of language, and that is what we would do. So their whole their whole plan of trying to hijack language is 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 it's simply not going to work. Right. Even if right. they were able to hijack these words, we'd simply create new words to describe exactly what they are. Well, you know, it's 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 insane. And I think Look, once again, Ramaswamy is not my candidate of choice. My candidate of choice, as everyone knows, is DeSantis. But we need to do exactly what he did to Chuck Todd. He shut him up. And I'll, yeah. once again, I will play it in a minute. But Chuck Todd has got to be one of the most. Well, he is. He's a moron. I mean, I'm, I don't, I don't, I don't yeah. want to call the guy stupid because that's not that's not the right world. The guy is just when, when it, whenever I see him. I just think that he's going to start drooling vegetable soup out of the corner of his mouth. <laughs> I mean, it, the guy just seems to be so um, inane. He's so inane. He's like this inane drone. This, this. Yeah. Um, he, 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 why, why? How this guy ever got a, a show? How how this guy um, ever be, um, became a, a fixture on the left uh, in the media? I have no idea. He's got zero personality. Be 
it's 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 yeah. just the bizarrest thing because I mean, the Don people Lemon who hire, puts this guy to shame. Yeah. The people who hire people like him are as dumb, if not dumber, than he is. You see, that's what it is. So when you have morons, when you have morons running things, they're going to hire morons, right? Like if you, if your boss is an idiot, he's probably going to hire idiots. He's not going to hire competent people because he's an idiot. So that's what we get basically. You get idiots running things, hiring idiots who hire other idiots. And this is what you get. You get idiocy. And well, Chuck Todd, once again, I'm not a Trump fan, but, I, but when he called him a sleepy son of a bitch was the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. So and he is a sleepy son of a bitch, among other things. But what Vivek did was simply say, no, I disagree. That's not reality. That's what we need to do. We all need to do that. No, this is not reality. I'm not going to accept your reality. I'm not going to become part of your reality. I'm not going to be crazy like you are. I'm not going to let you do that. Yeah. We have to start doing that. So when we see these videos of these trans people putting up these incredibly loud, violent videos of how we better accept them, we need to all simply answer, no, go to hell. No, we need to, we need to, to yell right back at them, fuck, exactly. you, fuck you, fuck you. Exactly. Basically, yeah. you're right. Yeah. Um, Basically, you're right. I will not accept your reality. Yeah. The, the, word, the word I was looking for, for for Chuck Todd, which I think describes him um, so well, is the word insipid. Yeah. Which yeah, means right. totally lacking of flavor. The guy has no personality whatsoever. Um, there's just there's just nothing attractive about this person whatsoever. Um, and I'm not talking about only about appearance. I'm just talking about everything about the dude. It's, well, it's, and this idiocy of of a, of a journalist. So he's not a journalist. A quote unquote wannabe journalist saying something like, "There's some, but we saw this during COVID, didn't we, Daniel?" Where yeah. they said these these crazy leftos said, "Oh, there's scientific research that says mass work." There's so, insert whatever lie you want, right? There's scientific research that says lockdowns will scare the scare the virus away. There's scientific research that says these vaccines will stop the spread. There's scientific research. There's science, and guess what? They never do, Daniel. They never show us the scientific research. They just say it. It's like. People say, some say, they say, these say, I heard, I heard. It's such idiocy. It's such lazy, sleepy son of a bitch journalism. It yeah. really is. What <laughs> science? And let me tell you something. If there are 5 million scientists and there are 100 kooks that say something, that doesn't mean there's scientific research because 0.01% of nut job scientists say is the case. That doesn't make it plausible. And these people never show the evidence. Show me the evidence where real science, there's a scientific consensus among real scientists that this is the case. They were never able to show it with anything they claim scientific research backs them up on, ever. Yeah, did you um, see that the uh, uh, Texas Attorney General, Ken, Ken Paxton, is uh, beginning to um, go after big pharma execs? No. Yeah, Good. yeah. Yeah. You should you should look at the um post that's on uh, on his um uh, um uh, uh, webpage which is at uh, texasattorneygeneral.gov. I will. That's a great idea though. Yeah, and it's it's um titled uh, this particular post which is at the top of of their homepage right now and um, labeled May May 1st is Paxton launches investigation into gain-of-function research and misrepresentations by COVID-19 vaccine manufacturers. 
So um, it turned, uh, Texas got lots of money, and I totally expect that uh, Florida is going to get on this too, that those are two big states with, with lots of money that are going to be going after these sons of bitches, and thank God. And Scott Jensen, who ran the doctor, yep. who ran for governor of Minnesota, is yep. now suing yep. because they absolutely destroyed him. Yeah, they absolutely destroyed him over COVID. He was right; they he's were suing, wrong, and they yeah, tried to destroy him. Yeah, he's suing the medical board there that yep. that five times um, that uh, they went after him and yep. made his life miserable um, because of complaints from people that that aren't even his patients. Uh, Scott was it was a, a state congressman of from uh, Minnesota, is it? I think yes, Minnesota, mm-hmm. and um, and he's also a physician, mm-hmm. and uh, so he had these people, a bunch of people. It's apparently in Minnesota, you can file um, complaints against physicians, even if you're not their patient. That's <laughs> um, insanity. Please, why? If you're not their patient, why you don't like the way they look? You don't like the way they look. You can sue, yeah, you can sue them. I, 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 I expect, I, I suspect that it's because maybe uh, if you got wind of something that people were doing illegal and, and illegally, and their patients were too intimidated to to complain, then then you could complain. But but that's that wasn't the substance of any of, of these complaints. Um, and and they went after him five times, and they just harassed him, and they harassed him for political yeah. reasons. I think um, Jensen is 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 going to um, clean their freaking clocks. I hope so. I certainly hope so. I mean, once again, there's so I, what I learned during COVID, and I know you did too. There, there are so many states I can't go to because they're all run by whack jobs. They're We're run by living in one. authoritarian whack jobs, you know, who truly believe if you don't believe the way they do, you you should be destroyed forever. Yeah. You know? well. We're, we're living in one, and here in California, nobody wants to talk about uh, COVID anymore because uh, pr- pretty much everyone understands um, how bad they fucked up in supporting the uh, panisteria. Yeah, but of course, you're getting. I was going to mention this also, but I might as well since you brought it up. Uh, uh, Surgeon General, there, there's a good Vivek. Ramaswamy's the good Vivek. The bad Vivek is Murthy. So Vivek Murthy was on CNN over the weekend, and they were talking about all the things that went wrong and he it's the same bullshit that they bring up when you talk about how oh you did this and it didn't work oh well science evolves guidance evolves that's their excuse that's yeah, their that, go-to excuse is yeah. they things evolved there was any evolved it evolved what could we do it evolved yeah 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 same yeah, bullshit. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just evolution. Yeah, Vivek Murphy, I swear to God, that guy looks like he's got, uh, he's very close to having a Down syndrome. This, this guy's face is just screwed up. Well, um, once again, he's, I understand he's the Surgeon General, you know, of the United States, but he's, he's so greasily political. I mean, there's nothing, would you, I would never trust him as a I have doctor. never seen, I have never seen anyone more political than that son of a bitch. Yes. And in, in, in the Surgeon General's office. Right. I've never seen anyone anywhere close to being as political as that son of a bitch. When I see a Surgeon General, I want to see a doctor, not a politician. These people are politicians. I've said it before. They're politicians first, doctors maybe eighth or ninth. And that's not the way it should be. Not the way it should be at all. But basically... It's someone who's at the <laughs> pathetic enough at the service of Joe. But imagine being at the service of Joe Biden. Really, how desperate do you have to be to have a job to be at the service of Joe Biden? Yeah, I, yeah. you have to be desperate. 
Of course you do. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to... Go ahead. Get... I'm, I'm going to play the uh, video. Thanks for the call. Yeah. It was a okay. good one. Have a good, good night. One. Yes. Glad you're feeling better. I can tell you're feeling better. Oh, thanks. Um, okay. Yeah, no problem. Okay. I, I'll play this for the... What are you talking about, Mike, with Chuck Todd? But this is just a little clip of Vivek Ramaswamy, who's running for president, Republican candidate. Uh, let's see. And this is him on... Meet the press on Sunday, because if it's Sunday, if you haven't heard, if it's Sunday, it's got to be meet the press. Age of 18, I think it's perfectly legitimate to say that we won't allow genital mutilation or chemical castration through puberty blockers. You're calling it that, but how do you know it's that? Again, how do you know, are are you confident that you know that gender uh, is... uh, as binary as you're describing it, are you confident that it isn't a spectrum? I am. Do you know I'm, this as a scientist? Well, there's there's two X chromosomes. If you're a woman and an X and a Y, that means there's you're a, a lot man. of so scientific research out there. There's a lot of scientific research out there that says gender is a spectrum. Chuck, I, I respectfully disagree. Gender dysphoria for most of our history, all the way through the DSM-5, has been characterized as a mental health disorder. And I don't think it's compassionate to affirm that. I think that's cruelty. When a kid is crying out for help, mm-hmm. what they're asking for is, you got to ask the question of what else is going wrong at home? What else is going wrong at school? Let's be compassionate and get to the heart of that, rather than playing this game as though we're actually changing right. our medical understanding I, for the last I, I go back years. to this. If a parent is dealing with a child that has these, that yes. may have these issues, trust me, the parent, the last thing they want to do is consider something like this. But if that is what they think could help their child pursue happiness or their not to kill themselves, I, why take away that option? Again, it, why shouldn't it be up to the parent? So well, part of why parents now suddenly feel that way, let's ask ourselves that, Chuck, because we've created a culture that teaches parents that they're being bigoted or that they're bad people if they don't actually take those steps. So part of what I think is, listen, gender dysphoria for the rare few people who have suffered it is a condition of suffering. My question is, why on earth are we going out of our way to create even more of it? And there's no doubt that the cultural movement in this country, even education, is creating more gender dysphoria. If it's a condition of suffering, let's not create more of it. That's what we're doing. So that was great. Sorry, got to get this off here. So, yeah, perfect. That was actually the longer clip. I had not heard the longer clip there um, where Todd goes more into the the suffering and parents deciding that if they chop their child's penis off, the suffering will go away. That's what Chuck Todd seems to believe, right? If the parent decides, let me just chop my child's penis off, the suffering will go away. And what we've decided, what we've seen now is adults, right? This is all kind of new. And we're already seeing in this very new realm is um, people who go through this and either they make a decision to do it or their parents do it to them. Later on, they are distraught. They are much more depressed and anxious than they ever were. And they regret having had this done to them. Something that you can't, you can't reverse. You cannot reverse it. Okay. And that's the thing. We cannot allow politics to uh, and I understand there will be people who say, I mean, Vivek brings up that in the DSM, up till the DSM-5, um, gender dysphoria was considered a psychological disorder, okay? 
I took psychology classes and I would, I loved the DSM because you could go through it and read all these crazy, there's some really interesting ones out there. Uh, you know, fetishes and, you know, rubbing up against someone with clothes on and all these different things. Uh, but, uh, this has been in there for a very long time. Now people will say, okay, up until 1973, homosexuality was considered a, a psychological disorder. And they took it out in 1973. So I would wonder, did they take it out in 1973? The timing is right for political pressure, right, in the early to mid-70s to take something like that, to take homosexuality out as a psychological disorder. So it was definitely, the timing was definitely politically motivated. Then you can look at it as, okay, did the science, did the psychologist take another look at homosexuality? Okay, did it take another look at it and say, okay, look, is it a biological where you're born into two things? Biologically, you're born uh, heterosexual or homosexual, okay? And if you're born a certain way, it's like being born male and female. And this is the argument you always get from the left, right, from the gay rights activists, that it's biological, that you're born one way or another. You're born straight, gay, or bi. So they are, once again, being hypocrites. They're saying, well, you're definitely, this has been the argument for the last, like, 20 years from the gay rights people, right? Which is, it's you're born that way. You're not, it's like a decision. You don't say one day, oh, I want to like men. I want to like women. I want to like both. It's not your decision. It's biological. Yet, they seem to believe something where there's much, much more scientific data that you're born male or female. You got those X O Y chromosomes over there. This is known. This is like one plus one equals two. Now they don't want to say it's biological, right? Now it's no longer biological. <laughs> so it's, it's the hypocrisy is always so there with the left, right? You can always say, look, you're an idiot because you're not making sense. There's nothing consistent in what you're saying. So maybe. The science community got together, the psychological community got together and said, this is more of a biological element than we thought. So just like being born male and fem or female and having no choice, you're born with a sexual orientation that is no choice. And therefore, it's a naturally occurring thing. And it's not a psychological disorder that you pick up. That's what psychological disorders are. You pick them up during life. You develop them during life, right? Such as schizophrenia or, or these different types of off-kilter fetishes. Um, but this, they decided, was not the case. Was there political pressure? Maybe. I wasn't around. I was two years old. I don't, I don't know. There might have been some political pressure. Like I said, the timing makes sense, the early 70s, that there would be political pressure for them to take it out. But should they kowtow to political pressure all the time? Or is there some point where they should just say, no, this is a known psychological disorder? We're not going to change it this time. We're not going to. But they do give in to political pressure. They take things out just say, just so they can go along to get along, even though they don't believe it should be taken out. And this could be – why even have a book of psychological disorders? If any political group, any quote-unquote marginalized group can put pressure on to take that particular thing out, Right. Like if it's a kind of sexual fetish, well, this the community of of uh, you know of uh, of fetishes decides this is not a psychological disorder. This is our fetish. We're normal. This is not an abnormality. This is not a sexual 
abnormality. We believe so soon there'd be nothing. There'd be no DSM. There'd be no psychological. How about how about the community of schizophrenics? If they decided schizophrenia is totally natural, not a psychological disorder, and it should be taken out. Maybe it's a choice. If I want to be schizophrenic, I can be schizophrenic. And me too. Get get the joke? Anyway. So what if I decide that? Then should that community be able to force the psychological so the, the doctors to take this out of the DSM? That now schizophrenia is no longer a, a mental disorder. Of course not. There are some things where they just have to stand your ground and say, look, we're not changing this. This is a psychological disorder. We're not saying, see, these the people are so insecure that they think they're saying, well, if we're saying this is a psychological disorder, you're a bad person, you're an awful person. That's not the deal. It's the same thing with a any kind of a medical ailment. If you have a broken leg or a bad back, you're not a bad person. So if you have a psychological disorder, an abnormality, you're not a bad person. All they're trying to say is you might want to address this if you want. Your choice, it's your choice. But you might want to address it if you want with uh, therapy or medicine. That's all. That's it. No one is saying you're a bad person. This is the insecurity of people where they think, they're being told that they're a lesser class of person because they have a psychological disorder. Well, let's look at the logic to that when you talk about medical issues, right? Are you a lesser of a person if you break your leg? Are you less of a person if you have, uh, you know, bursitis, if you have uh, arthritis? Of course not. So this is insane where we're having this extreme pressure on these, on the, on the medical, on doctors, on doctors that you must change something, you must take this out, you must omit this as a disorder. This is the same shit we're seeing here in California, where the politicians, led by Gavin Newsom, were trying to pass a law that said, we can tell a doctor what they can and cannot say about COVID. If we, we can tell, this is, the, this is the memo we're sending out to doctors, and they must follow this transcript when it comes to how they talk about COVID, and they can't have any of their own knowledge or opinion when it comes to treating this or what this is, when there's no other issue, no other ailment where this applies, only COVID. We're going to tell them exactly what they can and cannot say about COVID. So this is the this is the same thing where you're putting political pressure on doctors on what they should, what they can say, whether they consider something a disorder or not, whether they consider something a problem or not, whether they consider something an ailment or not. This is absolute authoritarianism, and it has to stop. It has to stop. If you go to a doctor, you don't like what the doctor says. You don't like the doctor. You can get another one. You can get a second, third opinion, whatever you want. But doctors cannot be forced to say things by the government or by political activists or by political pressure. And that's what we're finding with this, with this kind of stuff. And Vivek is right. It's not. It's a one plus one equals two kind of situation. And now we're putting it, we're fucking up the parents even more because now we're putting it in their heads that, hey, something's wrong with you. You're a bad person if you don't allow your child to get mutilated, right? You're something wrong with you if you don't allow your child to take these puberty blockers or testosterone or hormones or, 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 or you know, chop off whatever, or add something else. It's, it's insane to get your breast chopped off at eight, nine. How disgusting, really. How disgusting. So 
it's it's to the point now where exactly what Vivek said, parents need to be told they're not bad people, that this is a disorder their child has, and that they simply need to what would be mean is the parent ignoring it, okay? Just like a parent would never ignore a medical condition their child has. A parent should not in- ignore this condition. They should get their children help by going through te- therapists. Now, the problem is also on top of this, the therapists are now being indoctrinated into this idea of, well, no, if the child says they are this, they are this. If the child says they are that, they are that. And that's totally insane. That would be like me being a therapist and the child comes to me and the child thinks they're a wolf. The child thinks they're a dog or the child thinks that their arm doesn't belong to them, that it belongs to somebody else. And the therapist saying, oh, yeah, absolutely. You're right. Get that arm chopped off. Let's chop that arm off. Oh, you're you're a cat. We're going to feed you in a bowl every night. No, no, that's not getting the person help to make them normal. That's making that's feeding their abnormality. And what we're seeing with therapists is a lot of this feeding of the abnormality. And these are the liberal left wing therapists. Believe me. They're the liberal left-wing therapists who say, oh, we're so glad this was taken out of the DSM. We're so glad they're not considering this transgender stuff a psychological disorder. These are left-wing therapists who are allowing their politics to get in the way of medicine. And so this is a, 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 there's a lot of prong, a lot of problems here, right? You have the parents who are being brainwashed and indoctrinated. You're getting the therapists who are, who are not doing their jobs. You're getting the politicians who are feeding into it. You're getting the media, like people like Chuck Todd, who are coming out and saying, oh, no, this is a spectrum. You could be, you know, one-fifth female and four-fifths male. You could be the, the most insane fucking things that if anyone said this just 10, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, God forbid, 50 years ago, they put you in a mental institution for even thinking it. But now it's become the norm. And this, it's at some point... We have to stop. At some point, we have to stop. If your child is a male and they think they're a female or if they're female and they think they're male, they need to get help. And those therapists cannot be pushing this stuff, right? They can't be, they have to be doing their job in getting their child to realize that the, the way they were born is what they are. That's what these therapists need to be doing, making sure these children who are troubled who are confused, are helped into understanding through therapy that they are not, they are what they were born, period. Period. Because that's reality. That's the real world. And there's no kind of medieval or voodoo or alternate reality science that's going to change that. You're born either male or female. And if you don't like it, if you don't feel comfortable being one or the other, if you think you should be the other, it's a psychological issue. Period. And we're ruining a whole generation. Well, like Vivek says, it's a, it's a very small percentage. of the problem. I don't want to make it look like that one out of every three kids or <laughs> think this, you know, but it's a very small percentage of the, of, of uh, the population, but we're making it into this big thing. Right. As though there are millions and millions of children who are going through this when that's absolutely not the case. But we're hurting parents, we're hurting children by not giving them the real information and letting them deal with these issues.
and that's that's problematic. And I hope that changes. Hey, Reza, how are you? Reza, are you with us? It might take a minute. Maybe. Hey. Yeah. Hey, Reza, how are you doing? I'm doing rather good. How about you? All right. How's everything? I was listening. How's everything out there? It's crazy, man. Um, yeah. Reza is Absolutely calling, crazy. for those of you who are new to the show, Reza is calling from the country of Iran. Um, yeah. Unless, it, unless you're somewhere else now. We call it Persia, though. Ah, two names. Thing is, uh, oh, do I talk about the situation here now or about the topic you were talking about? Whatever you want to talk about. I don't care. Oh. On, 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 yeah, on this whole sex thing, actually, that would be the last thing people here would even think about these days or have a problem with. I mean, yeah. Well, you so you're saying bigger. this is a, a uniquely Western culture problem? I mean, they, these governments are out of shit to just manipulate you guys with, to just wrap uh, uh, I mean, to drag you of whatever little attention you have left to just... I, I agree. Yeah, there's, there's, yeah. yeah, there's a, there's a yeah. lot of that going on. You would call it like a, a distraction, right? Exactly. It's like a distraction. From the, well, it is. Red needs. Red yeah. Needs yeah, it is, it is a distraction from the real issues. We actually should be talking about other stuff on television or wherever it may be first before this stuff there's a lot of other things we should be talking about before yeah, this. half the planet this could be doing getting massacred and i'm like actually there's this guy on youtube just made a video about this whole thing it's not just on call it's just all over the place like on in the clubhouse other places just all over the internet i see guys from the west or from just any country, even from the Arabic countries, yeah, our neighbors, neighboring countries here, just right. talking, 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 talking nonsense. Just um, people are just becoming zombies. They've already become zombies. We're mm-hmm. literally in the Walking Dead universe right now. Like that's yeah. my take. And apart from that, this whole sex thing, um, yeah, it's just. Something, yeah, it's just, there's no way someone can even define these abstract notions. So just talking about it to begin with is just pointless and it's just pure abstraction. And uh, yeah, that's like from from, from a philosophical standpoint. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, something that works, works. Then there's no talking about it. We've got a million other things to care about, right? So... Yeah. What's, what's but if I, if I said right? to you, Reza, you know, I, I've been thinking lately and I, I kind of think I, sh- I think I should have been born a dog, not a human, a dog. <laughs> you would, you would, you wouldn't say if you were a real friend or you really cared, you wouldn't say, oh, that's great, Mike. Yeah. Be a dog. Fine. Go get a leash. No, you'd say, you know, Mike, you might want to see somebody for that, about that. You might want to get some help. And that's what we have to start doing. We're feeding these people's, uh, disorders oh, yeah. right by you saying oh yeah yeah is, it's okay not only it's okay you, you should be treated uh special because of this well, you know and that's actually... that's that's a shame that we're doing that and not saying look okay if that's the way you feel i think you should really get some help 
Yeah. Because that's just not reality, right? You see, the thing is, they underestimate people, are underestimating the power of the mind. Like, there are mystics, or they used to be, or there still are. It can just use their minds to just cut a mountain in half. Like, yeah, I mean, not, not just to that extent, but still, I, I've, I myself have done crazy, crazy shit with my own mind. Like, mind power is just something that even, yeah, quantum physicists are, are talking about. And it's just something you can experience for yourself. So when you just believe, like, yeah, you just take someone, you just feed them all the non, all this nonsense, like you get the media, all the movies, like, for example, the Euphoria series. I've literally, in my own direct experience, uh, uh, I've tried this on, like, yeah, just, I, I, I do observation a lot, so I've seen couples watch this together. I don't know why, but for some reason, this causes one, one of the two, to cheat on the other one. Mm -hmm. like, it's just crazy. It's happened to me in two of my relationships. They will either go to really? you or cheat on your boss. What? Yeah. Yeah. So it's happened it's to you, crazy. huh? Yeah, to my to myself, to a couple of my friends, actually to anyone that had gave me just a jump drive or anything. Just yeah, if you get the series like we just hand to hand these things because sometimes it's hard to download anyway. But even doesn't matter where we watch it. I mean, we pirate these files. We don't have to pay to watch on Netflix. That's actually some drugs, good things. There are some perks to living in Persia. Yeah, <laughs> no copyrights yeah. and not just nothing. My point was something else. Like uh, media and even the music you listen to, the movies you watch and all this crap on the news and what do you read? All the input that you just put in has a lot more impact than these guys feel and the mankind as a whole feels and believes that it does yeah and that's i think the gist of the, this problem well it's it's so interesting we live such a vacuum here it's like a bubble it's like why <laughs> you know when you, when you have people saying well the science says you know oh the sexual you know gender is a spectrum it's like why we just why is this just a thing here why are you not having that there? Why is this not all over the world? Why is it just, it why is all this stuff so uniquely, now, not even so much Western culture, but American culture? Is the science different here than everywhere else? It's, it's so ridiculous. And th that you just, see, you know, it, it gives credence to what you're saying. That just these like issues you create are, a problem. Yeah, like you, you yeah these the issues are created the here. Yeah, yeah. But these issues are created here as like a smokescreen. To not talk yeah. about or think about things that really matter. Like there's so much porn, like lesbian porn, gay porn, whatever. They would just, yeah, this can like feed into someone's fantasies or whatever they have in their minds. And I might sound, sound homophobic, but I'm not. Uh, whatever anyone wants to decide, about, I don't care. Anyway, um, I've seen this with my own eyes. Almost happened to myself. Like, you might have started to doubt your own sexual orientation just by watching gay porn, for example, forcing yourself. I've seen people just force it, just force themselves to watch gay, gay porn just to realize whether or not they were bi or gay. Like, to, yeah, when I was... Wait a minute, people years. force themselves to watch gay porn? Why? Yeah, because we... Yeah, 
I mean, we are just like, your culture is just alien to us, just like we are alien to you guys. So we're like, what the fuck is going on with this? Like, these guys are just talking about sexual orientation and all these things. So let me figure out. Yeah, let me figure out if I'm bi, gay, trans, this or that. And actually, <laughs> oh god, so all the fucked up things that are happening here are like uh, following. Like, I can actually predict what what will happen next and next and next. Just observing what's already happening over there. So, or well, actually, I can prevent them from happening. <laughs> but that, that, once again, as I was saying earlier, my point is that I believe with that kind of sexual orientation stuff, you, you're born a certain way. It's not like, oh, I've been into women. I, I'm, I'm 50. I've been into women. Let me look at this gay porn. Oh, that looks great to me. <laughs> That's not the way it works. And, and it's the same thing with, with gender. It's like you can't just all here. of a sudden decide, Oh, I'm a woman. I'm a woman. I'm a woman. I feel like I'm a woman. I mean, you're born a certain way. And if you're having, as you said, if you're having issues with your identity, whether it's, you know, being, whether it's gender or whether it's sexual orientation, that those issues usually come from environment, from society. It's that it's not that you are one thing you're either straight you're gay you're bi you're either a man or a woman and then society society creates a situation where it makes you sometimes doubt yourself or have trouble dealing with who you actually are and you have to work through that you have to work through that often with friends family therapy whatever it may be right that's the way it goes like i have one of my best friends was gay so is and uh he tells me sometimes when he's drunk, they say, like, we had this proverb, uh, Rusty means when you're masked, when you're drunk, you tell the truth, talk the truth, whatever. Uh, when, whenever he's drunk, he's one of my, yeah, my best friends, and uh, we've been friends since elementary school. Uh, like, he's literally gay, like, mm-hmm. and uh, whenever he's, like, super drunk around me, starts talking to me and tells me, like, <laughs> cries, and tells me that I feel like I'm heterosexual, I'm not even gay, and I just yeah, uh, well. force myself to become gay. What yeah, do I right. do? I want to kill myself. He's on like three, four uh, anti-dep- antidepressant, like SSRI drugs, whatever, like mixed up with amphetamine, like drugs. But yeah, he just got himself whacked because of all this. And uh, I don't know like, where he is now, even. Like, he doesn't pick up his phone. And... Well, people have to work <laughs> through things. It's, 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 it's basically, it's basically it's working through to uh, be able to deal with and live with who you are in reality, right? How you I were remember. born. Yeah. What, like what you, what you really are. And you can't, for yeah, you can't create your own reality. You have to just somehow, through a lot of work and help, come around to dealing with reality. That's it. What about That's what it comes down to. Stuck? Like they just get stuck and they just can't move on. Like yeah. fucking ever, they just yeah, stuck in a loop. Right. Like some, they would yeah. act like they are heterosexual, homosexual, bisexual, like this, that, that. And you see, they just trap the trap us in the, inside their mind prison, just to like narcissists, whatever. It's like a mind prison thing, and so they can just suck our resources and our bloods, kill us, what whatever the fuck they want to do, and we won't even have the. The slightest energy to, yeah, to even think, to even, well, to even realize what they're doing, these governments and those in power. I mean, 
off the chain of power, whoever they are, Illuminati guys or these guys. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter. Right. But we are just fucked. I mean, really fucked. And your show actually is amazing. I mean, you, you talk about things that nobody else has, has a sex to even talk about. And I really love your show. Oh, thanks. I love having you as a caller. I, so do you feel, do you want me to say you're from Persia, not Iran? Is that right? Is that what you prefer? It doesn't matter because if... <laughs> uh, uh, okay, as long as it doesn't matter, I want to make sure. It does matter you know. to us. But to how do you, you, how do you hey, Reza, how do you identify? <laughs> it's Persia, definitely. Because okay. Because they Persia. our country, right. they fuck right. our they... culture and everything. So yeah, I, want, I want to make sure I have that right. But I don't want to offend you at all. Like, do you ever, like, huh, all right, like out of 100 people in the U.S., for example, just for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, for instance, um, how many of them would understand the meaning or just try to, yeah, would they understand that Persia and Iran are the same, same country or would they think thinking like, oh, are you talking about like some uh, ancient civilization? Uh, that's, that a, that's a good one. I, I think I think a lot of people wouldn't wouldn't understand. I, I, I truly, yeah. I think most yeah. people here just see it as Iran because that's how the media, that's how the media covers your country here. They say Iran. They don't say they never say Persia. I never hear them say Persia. And they, they say always say Iran. 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 What's that? Iranian. Yeah, that's yeah, just yeah. Like Iran. Iran yeah. Right. It's Iran. Iran. I know. I it's... always get that wrong. Iran. Iraq. But it's Iraq. not Iran. You see, don't say it. Throw it in the garbage. Say Persia. I mean, okay. These Qajarians, like those, they, how I, I wouldn't want. I wouldn't call them kings. So we were kingless for God knows how many centuries, and these Russian bastards just came up, just like the Persia as it is now, now like Armenia, Turkmenistan, all these countries, like half half of Russia was just us and the in Turkey, like parts of India, like even yeah, just go back like two centuries ago, you'll see it. And, yeah, like, we, can, we can all Google up Persian map, like Persian map, like. Uh, I don't know, centuries ago, something like yeah. that. And you'll see how big, we were bigger than the U.S. Like, we were yeah. the entire planet. <laughs> like, yeah, so it's, yeah. so it's, I got it. I I forgot, there was a reporter, I think it was Christiane Amanpour on CNN, who said she was really, what really got under her skin was all the Americans saying Iraq instead of Iraq, Iraq. <laughs> so, Iraq. You say Iraq. yeah, we, we, we tend it's to say Iran, Iraq. Iraq. Yeah, Iraq. Iraq and Iran, like Iran for the ball. You, know? you see, yeah, so it's you guys cannot pronounce. Yeah, <laughs> It's a letter you cannot. It's the back of your throat. So it's like, I don't know. I got it. I got it. You see, Iran, Iran. Yeah. No, we don't have a yeah in Iran. It's Iran, but right. that one is not Iraq. It's. Uh, Arog. Uh, what? Aragi. Aragi. <laughs> Just like that. I, I, I remember George Bush, W. Bush, would say, Iraqi, Iraqi, Iraqi. <laughs> That's just really, uh, you see, I love your language. And yeah. what, like, is it like your vocal cord thing? Or it doesn't it's practice, I guess. Like yeah, my last name is Kolamza. They're like, everyone will be like, uh, I don't, I fucking hate this because of the meaning of it. It means a slave born, born as a slave mm. to God or like the Lamb of God. So it's actually, fucking... it's actually, is it Reza or Reza? Reza, Reza. Reza. 
Well, I like Rizal more because Zal means being born. It would mean uh-huh. re- oh. reincarnation or something like oh, reborn. Really? Okay. Yeah, but okay. that would be like that would be like my first and my last name together. This one means reincarnated as a slave. Like, oh yeah, wow! That okay. means a slave born for crying out loud. Olam Olam means a slave. Zadam again Zah. Yeah. Like huh. this one means yeah, born as a slave. Does your so, does your name does your first name Reza does it translate? Anything in English? Uh, or is yeah, it it's like yeah, Reza is actually a beautiful name. Um, has multiple meanings. Like the direct meaning would be satisfaction. Really? Yeah. Oh, satisfaction. And it has other like meanings that. as well. The one that shines. I'm always looking and... for satisfaction. Hey, all right, it's a joke. Like, um, like a unique character that shines and also. Uh, will reach satisfaction. Like I mean, that will Google will tell you something. I guess if you die, die, die. Interesting. Okay, so satisfaction. Interesting. Yeah, that's the direct meaning. Satisfaction. Reza means Reza. Yeah, for example. But it's like uh, something. Um, I have to actually. I still can't find the roots of this thing. Got yeah. lost in history. I, I, I knew a guy. I knew a guy once with your your first name was his last name, and he was a real asshole. I'm not saying you are. <laughs> <laughs> I, he had the last name Reza, and he was a total asshole. But you I don't have, think I don't you, think of you that way. I don't think of you. you have to have your guards up, like dealing with these Iranians over there, Persians. Well, I mean, they're not Persian. Like we have Baluchs here, we have Kors here, we have Lords, we have like oh god. And one of the things we are dealing with now, like yeah, right now, as I'm speaking, is like the fear that our country might just get. Divided again, like chop chopped again. Sure. And nothing will remain of Persia. Yeah. Right. So, you know, people do like, um, I remember I went to, I took a trip to Canada once and the, the customs agent said something like, which, where are you from? And I said, uh, I'm American. And he took offense and he said, well, we're all Americans, right? And he's right because it's North America. So Canadians are, are Americans just like we are. But we consider ourselves Americans. We don't see like Canadians or Mexicans as Americans yeah, or anything yeah, like that. Yeah. We just we just call them Canadians, right? And this guy's yeah. like, no, no, we're all Canadians or Americans. How did you solve the situation? I mean, yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's true though. It's North America, right? So we're all part of the same the same continent there. So yeah, the two of you. I mean, how did you solve that situation? Did you end up having a fight over that, or yeah, I'm not going to fight the customs yeah. agent. I said, "Oh, yeah, you're right. Back. Hey, you oh, come on, Reza. You always say you're right to a customs agent. You never argue." Of course, I know, but yeah, <laughs> depending on your mood, you might want to stand. No, I said, you. "Oh, oh, thank you for that information. <laughs> <laughs> you're absolutely right. Yeah. It makes perfect sense." That's what I said. Yeah. So, you see, and because and he let me in. He said, "Okay, come on the police in. and all these agencies and everything is just we're just looking for the slightest opportunity to just fuck them up. That's what I, I have all this latent. Yeah, raging. I mean, it's like <laughs> like if I came to your country and the customs agent said, and I said, "Oh, it's my first time visiting Iran," and the customs agent was like you, and he said, "It's not Iran. It's Iran." I would say you're absolutely right. Thank you for telling oh, me how to say it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I would be like, we literally would just have to, actually the police are scared of people nowadays. They run away from like literally 
one of them ran away from me like a few hours ago. I was going to the supermarket. Who they ran see away? Us, they run away. Like who? Who? Who does? The police. They run away <laughs> from you? Really? Yeah, because it would fucking kill them. I mean, they've been killing us this whole time. So, yeah, looking at you, they, they just somehow because you see that they, they had they take these jihadi pills to set up to stay up all the, jihad means something you do for the sake of Allah or whatever the fuck the system tells them. So they take like they mix up some. Uh, amphetamines, Ritalin, all these pills together. I don't know what the, what the potion they made. And they take them not to fall asleep at night so they can work harder and just be on the streets to kill us even more. And you can see them with red eyes and shit and they smoke weed, whatever they can to just stay. It's like the cold, the cold like World War One, World War Two. Like they said Adolf Hitler would give their so, um, so German soldiers whatever. Is it true or was it Russia? I don't know. In wars, yeah, they do give the soldiers drugs, like amphetamine, like uh, class drugs, like medicine. It sounds like but, you have a worse relationship with police than we do here. Yeah, they, they, a... they really do mess, they ride in front of us and then kill us. Yeah, so they can become senseless, they don't, don't give a damn. Like, they can't understand. Like, it's like a four-year-old girl in front of you, motherfucker. You're just shooting them in the head. How much of a... Like, zombie, you do need to become. You need to do flaca, I guess. Yeah, so... They're actually, yeah, doing drugs all the time so they can, yeah. I mean, the regime is interesting. Yeah, I send you a link in the private chat in here now. Actually, our principal had a story on IG Instagram about this, about these jihad appeals, and it was translated to English, how they use it in prisons. Like, they actually wreck. All right, imagine they take me as a prisoner around, but they want to just hang me two hours from now. They will rape me. Rape me first. Then they will hang me. Can you fucking believe that? Oh my god. It's terrible. Those men would rape me. And thinking that doing that would... Uh, well, would actually must... decrease the amount of torture Allah is going to do to my ass in heaven. Uh, in hell. So whatever. I mean, fuck your heaven. I would rather be in hell. So... <laughs> This sounds like God, a yeah. residence. This, this, this sounds like a, a bad porn. This is true. <laughs> it's, like the movie, the movie whose director they actually killed. Like there's a movie about this, this Italian fucking regime that exists in the past. Like the fascist. What was it called? Like on the, no, it doesn't have a name. I don't remember now. How long ago? Like what, what, how long ago? Are we talking? It's like uh, the name of the movie is. It's old. I actually Google up now. Google up now. To, from IMDb to tell you how, from how long ago it is. Yeah. Maybe 50 years ago or something, I, I guess. 50 years film, ago? Oh. Maybe 50. Yeah, it's quite old. Not that old, but yeah. That 50 years ago would mean it's, an it's old like, as, as old as I am. <laughs> really old. That's really old. But no, you're not. Really old. You're not old. Actually, <laughs> yeah, don't feel old. You, you have a lot more in it and like life force energy and chakra than we I, mean, I do like i might left and it's cold now i'm gonna, gonna die how, how how old are you again <laughs> 28 oh you're a young 19, guy you're a young guy yeah i feel really old i mean i, I feel like i'm god or something i got <laughs> do <Just> like... <laughs> well that's actually something so do do younger people there just is it just is it just because of the culture they have to grow up faster than kids here because there are people in their teens yeah, and twenties yeah, here that are so immature. I would think they'd be more mature there, right? Because they have to yeah. be. 
Yeah. Just some, actually, I'm an only child. I have I had it easy compared to some others. Like my own dad tells them like they threw him out the house. Like when actually he had a good family. Like didn't have like a poor family. Actually, one of the richest in the city. So like just to force like the the bird to fly, they would just throw their son. Like old fashioned families would just kick their child out. Not the not the daughters, of course. I mean, it's their sons. At the age of fourteen, even wow, like, so fourteen. No, yeah, some in the past, just no, not now, but in the past, they would do things like that. Even the old, the old days, the old ways. Yeah, yeah. like my your your generation here. So, uh, hey yeah. Reza, do you is this is this is this something that's uh, you know in the past also or which one? Oh, that didn't. Oh, before I forget to answer your question, can you hear me? Name of the film is like 120 Days of Sodom. Yeah, that's the name of the film. I'll send you the link to. Oh, can you hear me, Mike? Or is my VPN disconnected or something? Oh, wait a sec. Hey, Rizzi, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Oh yeah, okay. You're good now. What happened? Yeah, all right, was a VPN problem. Was it from your side or mine? Doesn't matter. I don't know. It's a good question. No what idea. did you ask again? I said uh, the name of the uh, film is 120, you say, 120 Days of Sodom. Oh, you know, yeah. you can't. That's the Pierre Paolo Pasolini, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. and they actually yeah. like got the, the director yeah. got assassinated for making the film, and that that film is exactly the regime we have here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You That's, cannot. Have you seen it? It, no, no, it's it's hard to find it. It's, you can't get it. I on can screen. send you guys a link. I can easily download it from the device. I have it on my computer now. I mean, okay, anyone yeah. wants it, including even hey, hi guys, oh, my friends. Really? Download, yeah. Okay. I can send you all yeah. the link directly to them. Download it. No, go Anything ahead. Anything you that's, guys want. <laughs> yeah, that's a <laughs> that's a tough film. Other, I mean. They don't have it on streaming here you can't really find it on streaming so you have Phone to like pay the services like yeah you have to, to like go on anything. amazon and buy it it's a pain in the ass watch the newest things available in john before i can send you guys the ranking from my google drive itself just tell me what you guys want to watch don't pay netflix yeah they're just selling your money I'm excellent like, why do yeah. you guys my own friends like pay for netflix and all these things like be easy if you don't have no comparison <laughs> it's not like if you watch, stream something from my cloud service, they're gonna sue you or anything. You can right, right. install right. Telegram. I can send yeah, you this exactly. files to you on Telegram. So exactly. it's all fine. Anyone who wants anything, listening to this now, including Mike and even all these friends I have and other other people who are gonna, who are gonna listen to this in the future, Excellent. they can all message me. I have the same username everywhere, and I will give you guys any software, anything, just anything. Well, Pasolini was actually gay, and uh, he was supposedly killed by a gay hustler. That's what they say. Ah, they lie about this. I mean, of course. The film no, no, is no, just of course. Crazy. Like, maybe he was. I mean, this, maybe the, I'm not saying like being absolute here, but still, the film was really radical. Like, you watch the film, like actually, be ah, <laughs> uh, those who have like. Low, low uh, violence tolerance. <laughs> well, it was also it was also a real um, uh, a condemnation of the government. Also, yeah, it was taking the shit all over. I mean, the, yeah, but but it's actually based on 
facts and everything. Like, I've heard mm -hmm. Italians telling me that this is actually even more than depicted in the film. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, it's on the Italian friends told me. But still, like, it's actually really just the guy forces, like, how there are, like, disgusting scenes in the film. Right, right. Like, a dictator is it like imagine just uh, just like uh, reading, you know, doing yeah all the it's, um, it's, a, it's a it's a real classic hey reza i'm gonna wrap the show up and let you go thanks for calling i appreciate it oh how long are yes. you talking by the way you're What's wrapping that? up yeah oh you've been talking since nine oh, this oh like i've been on for two hours two hours yeah. oh why does yeah. it uh timer up there it starts at minus sometimes for me is it like for everyone or just for me because i'm in like three different time zones what do you mean? What do you mean? Like sometimes I, I myself, um, if you, yeah, my own show, I, I started, it takes one hour to reach zero. It become it, it starts with minus, like it's negative really? time. Yeah. No, like, that's weird. Negative one hour, two hours sometimes. Oh, it doesn't, no, just... that's not a minus, I don't think. I think that's just like the counter itself. Yeah, the counter it itself like... is like showing yeah. negative time instead of a positive. Yeah, it's not, it's, 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 it's going up, but it's, it has a, it does have a little, dash like, next to what it. What does that you right. to you right You're now? Right. Is it like one hour, whatever? To me, it's 54 like 54 minutes. Yeah, yeah, minutes. exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why it has a minus. I have no... Oh, it's so it's bizarre. global. I thought it's, it's just local and... Uh, yeah. No, it's on this end also. I see it now. Exactly. That's what I mean. Actually, I could... Maybe we're in nice... negative time. Maybe it's an alternate universe where we're in negative time. <laughs> That's a quick, quick thing. Actually, I could give the calling guys. I mean, this app has been lagging a lot recently. I know exactly how to fix this thing. <laughs> I actually changed my bio for a reason. Like you can't even scroll down. Yeah, but would you, if you were me, tell them? Like just hand it over to them. <clears throat> I have the code to just fix every single problem. Uh, I have I have written many complaints. It's all about the, the complaints, you see? Yeah. The thing is, they based everything. All right, this is one cue I'm giving out for free. The guy who apparently has coded this, I mean, um, as far as I got the inkling, they're just basing things on Swift language on iOS, you see? Mm -hmm. That's like the mm -hmm. mother app. It, if it had been Java-based, if the Android version or the PC version, they, they don't have a PC version, I guess. If they did, what could they do? Whatever. If they had coded the core in Java, like Java EE, Enterprise Edition, even Java FX, but I mean, it's Java, the Java language. This is, like this is first all, language on the, on the, this yeah, is all so, so foreign to me. I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm just saying, but if you, know, you can send Swift to Java, everything will be solved. And I can, can do send, that in Java Master. Yeah, but you can send them a report if you want. You can send them mail if you want through the app. Yeah, yeah. I actually did yeah. talk to the guy. Yeah, but he's apparently busy having kids and everything, and uh, he's busy having kids. Time. Yeah, he's apparently he's a father kids. now. One of the coders, I mean, Marin Bess was the main one, and I'm actually waiting for. I mean, he's busy, and uh, actually, uh, even if I were him, like, it's really hard. The like, coding is really difficult. Like after, like, it's running up and running and changing now. I mean, now changing the code, back in the front and everything. It would. <laughs> like it was like a monster, like big monster. You have to fight, but I can make it easy for them. Yeah, Brenda, I'm gonna let you go. Just Thank you, me. as always. Thanks for so. It's always great to talk to you, Reza. What has a from Persia? From Persia, <laughs> there you go. I got it right now. I got it right now. Um, all right.
Good show. Good show. Good show. Good couple of hours. Um, I do want to remind them tomorrow we're going to talk a little bit more about what we've been talking about today, but also I want to, uh, there are a couple of, I also want to talk about the, we don't talk about immigration much here, and I should talk about it more because the border is such a disaster, but there's the story of the, that horrible thing that happened in Texas where that guy decided to go into a house and kill an entire family. And we find out now, of course, that, of course, the Democrats want to talk about guns as usual, but now we find out the guy had been deported, his illegal, deported five times. So we'll talk about that more tomorrow and other stuff. Okay. The name of the show is then Let's Be Heard. And it airs weeknights, 11 p.m. Pacific, 2 a.m. Eastern, which means I'll be right back here with you all tomorrow night. Uh, until then, though, this is Micah Chopley reminding you that your influence counts. Use it. <laughs>